0: Thursday, welcome to a brand new day and a brand new episode of the Heaven and Hell podcast. I appreciate, as I say that, that you might not be listening to this on Thursday or in the morning, but hey, it's all good. (laughs) It is Thursday morning at the time of recording, and so let's just keep it real. Today's episode is following on from the conversation that we started uh, yesterday. So as we explored yesterday's episode and around guarding your heart, Uh, We went off on what at the time seemed like a little bit of a tangent around some of my bugbears with social media uh, and this idea of showing up and being real. Then when I looked back through my notes, I was like, oh, that's what we're exploring today really. Uh, This episode is called A Beautiful Glorious Mess uh, because as we started to explore yesterday, the more that we can show up and simply be, be real and be be the human beings that we were created to be, you know. Ideally, on a good day, God helping us with love and patience and kindness and all of those other fruits of the spirit. But the more that we can do that and acknowledge our mistakes and recognize that sometimes we don't get it right and then just muddle forward from there, the more that we give that permission slip to other people to do the same as well. And so this isn't about having an edited perfect life. Somebody once said that fiction is real life with all the boring bits taken out. Uh, I say instead, you know what, like real life is acknowledging that sometimes the bits are boring. How can we find the fun in those things? Because like we've said before, you know, not every single moment is delightful and wonderful, but there are delightful and wonderful moments in every single day. And the more that we can show up and explore that and keep our eyes open for those that sense of wonder and delight, the more wonderful life can be. Uh, and that has a ripple effect. The the more that you can show up full to the top with God's love and be who you were created to be in that relationship with Him, the more that the people around you will be impacted by that. Sometimes in ways that you don't see. Uh, And so this is about exploring the stories uh, because we have to recognize that sometimes the way that we move through life it it is impacted by the stories that we've grown up with the the stories that we tell ourselves about the the things that happen in day-to-day life. But you know what? We have an opportunity to to rewrite the story, to retell the story. So some of you uh, who follow along most days will have heard the story a few weeks ago about that dream that I had. And I told you that when I woke up, I then went back half asleep and I played out the rest of the dream. Now there was actually, I didn't know it at the time, but actually there was a purpose to that uh, because God had some other stuff to share as a result, which we explored in that episode. I'm not going to repeat myself, that would be tedious. But it was interesting to me that our natural reaction to anything when we have have a dream is to want to play it out to its finality. We want to rewrite that story and give it a happy ending. But even that, even that happy ending is based on our definition of what a happy ending looks like. But we do have this opportunity to explore the stories, you know, and when stuff happens in a day that niggles us we can take a step back like why is this niggling me what about this or as my friends in the US like to say it's triggering me i'm not sure if it's a US thing or a teenage thing <laughs> uh, but this this expression oh he really triggered me or that situation really triggered me it wasn't an expression that i ever heard when i was a kid uh, but it does seem to be to be triggered is this this word that encapsulates that something happens and it makes us feel a bit Ugh. So when something happens and makes us feel a bit err uh, we have this opportunity to step back and go okay why is this making me feel uncomfortable frustrated whatever the whatever the emotion is it's fascinating as an aside it just occurs to me we never talk about being triggered when something happens and it, and it helps us feel joyful or delighted or happy Maybe that would be an interesting experiment. What if the next time you something happens in today and you get this overwhelming sense of, yeah, that was amazing, or just a, ah, yeah? What if we paused and get, said, hmm, what about that situation? Helped me feel delighted, happy, joyful. Because actually, that would work really well with the way that our minds are wired. Because by focusing and analysing, and oh, what actually in that situation was really good? It will help us to see that more and to focus on it. It's that piece we talked yesterday, you know, uh, from Philippians, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's trustworthy, I'm paraphrasing, but think lovely thoughts. Actually, what if we started to reclaim that word triggered and started to recognize those times when we are triggered to a point of joy and happiness and delight and take a step back? However, our natural we, we could try that and we see how we get on. I've never done that before. That's a that's your little plaything if you choose to accept it. But from the point of view of day-to-day life, when life is a bit angsty, having that opportunity to pause and go, what is it about this situation that is causing me frustration? And remember, you as a person of faith, you don't have to do this on your own. It's the IER of Yuya, intentional expectant relationship. So you don't have to sit on your own and go, hmm, let me figure this one out. Let me ponder this for myself and find out the answer. You can talk to God about it and ask him. My favourite thing is to pull out my notebook and I'll write a question and explore it that way. Uh, and i but I'm not saying that is the way to do it. You know, you is about you being you. Uh, I offer that as a starting point to people when they're not really sure what it looks like. You know, some people they'll have, go for a walk and have a little chat and hmm, God, this is really doing my head in. Help me to see this from your perspective. The more that we can do that, and. Then share the stories of that out loud because it helps other people realize that those times when they're feeling less than stellar, they are not alone. Social media will have us believe that everybody else's lives are picture perfect and so delightful and wonderful. You know, we, we said yesterday about how even when people have been authentic, they're choosing to show you a filtered mess. It and So then you compare your mess to their filtered mess, not recognizing that their mess is filtered and, oh, my mess is so much more messy. No. We're all making it up as we go along. We're all, ideally, on a good day, God helping us, following those nudges. You know, let's be honest and be transparent. There are times when, and I know this is definitely true for me, and see myself as like God is definitely... Helping me to learn and grow, but I know certainly throughout my life there have been situations where I've been very react reactionary. Is that a word? I'm not even sure if that's even a word. Something happens and the immediate reaction, and you feel like you have to immediately do something about it. Actually, the piece I keep hearing and the whisper I keep getting is actually, what if we take a deep breath, and pause, before reacting? And even when we get those nudges and we feel like, oh, okay, yeah, God is telling me I need to really react to this. Okay, pause ask it, God, I feel like you're saying this thing. Is this right? Help me help me move forward with this with your love. There are times, of course, when we need to be reactionary. We said this before. If you're walking along the road and you see a, a child dart, about to dart in front of a car, it's okay to go, hey, stop, and, and grab that person and stop them from running into the road. I'm not suggesting for a moment in that situation that you want to pause and think, Now, God, this, this child looks like they're about to wander into the road. Should I maybe, should I uh, should I do something about that? No, there are times when you do need to, to, to act instinctively uh, and and actually take that action. Uh, I've had, this actually happened to me, it was a few years ago now, and I was walking around the, over to the local ledger centre and I could see this, this situation playing out in front of me. So I'm on this side of the road and on the other side of the road there was a house with the front door open and car pulled up uh, outside the front door and the the person I assume was the mum was chatting with the person and this little tot sort of wandered out of the house unbeknownst to his mum uh, and was about to run to well not run actually was about to wander into the road and there was a car coming from the opposite direction so in that situation the wrong thing to do would be go hmm god I can see this situation playing out should I act no we don't in that situation go well but what if I'm overreacting what if you know no no we have to act but those are the extremes of life. I remember that occasion because it was rare. It's not often when we when we need to act to stop someone from getting hurt by a car or stop some really tragic, potentially tragic situation. The mo- most of the time, our instinct to act immediately is us, you know, and some of the stuff that's going on inside our own heads. And so the reminder today is that we do have this facility to pause. And I know that for some of us, and I'm smiling because this is true for me. It might not be true for you, but it will be true for some people. Some of us have a very short space, it feels like sometimes, between their heads and their mouths. Uh, and this, this head where we allowed ourselves to pause and our mouths when we need to speak. I, I like to think that the older I get, the, the bigger that gap becomes and it does become easier uh, to, to pause. But there is there. The the more that we can practice this out. However, Holy Spirit was nudging me this morning and reminding me that. you know this is all of this is god helping us and this is one of my favorite favorite verses i have a number of favorite verses in the bible but this is the message translation of verses one and two of romans 12. so the niv which in the tradition i grew up with is what was preached from a lot it says talking about offering your bodies as a living sacrifice uh, and uh, it, it when we hear that kind of language it can feel quite um sort of distant almost like we have to really work hard to apply it to our own lives. What I really love about the message translation is when you hear it and read it, 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 it feels more, okay, I can do that. So I'm going to read it to you. It says, this is, this is Paul writing to the Romans. Uh, but of course, you know, everything in the Bible, we, we explore it within the context of when it was written and then go, okay, God, help me apply this to my life. It says, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. And I every time I read that verse that is always highlighted and I know the folks in my local church when they know this is one of my favourite passages and I always pause on that and I always draw attention to that except when I don't but I often do because remember this is not about willpowering your way this is about doing this with God intentional expectant relationship so here's what I want you to do God helping you take your everyday ordinary life your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering "'Embracing what God does for you "'is the best thing you can do for him. "'Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture "'that you fit into it without even thinking.'" There's that word thinking again. "'Instead, fix your attention on God. "'You'll be changed from the inside out. "'Readily recognize what he wants from you "'and quickly respond to it. "'Unlike the culture around you "'always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, "'God brings out the best of you.'" Well, uh, develops well-formed maturity in you, and I've never I've read this many times as you will have gathered. Uh, but it, that that word, the, the highlight on that word, thinking. You know, we talk, we talk a lot about how you know we're spirit, soul, and body. We we can shy away from the fact that actually our minds can can uh, have part of this loving God. You know, it, the NIV translation of that talks about renewing your minds. That's a thinking process. That's doing this with God and so the reminder today yes life is a bit messy we're all making up as we go along a lot of the time Uh, and but it's a beautiful glorious mess and so I want to encourage you today that even when the moments in today that feel messy and might feel difficult and you might be like oh this is really hard you can acknowledge that God knows it you can talk to him about it and then be real with the people around you and and God helping you move through this life all of it Look what it said. Your your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to walk, going to work and walking around life, doing real life, living life out loud. We don't need to show up and edit. Uh, now, that's not to say, thank you, Holy Spirit, that's not to say that we should not engage our brains. We talked about that already. Yes, there is space to pause. So, um, So when I say we shouldn't self-edit, we are here to, to love. God helping you, you are hit to, to move through today with love. And sometimes that means pausing, okay God, how do I express this in a way that is kind and loving? Yeah, so there's, so we're not to edit out the messy bits, but we, we do have the function because of the way that our minds are created and the relationship that we have with God, we do have the ability to pause, okay, help me express this with love. And if we can do God helping us do all of this, filtered through the lens of love, it will transform the world. And that world starts in your household, of course. You know, we talk, people like me get really excited about, yeah, the world. Uh, But it starts at home, in your household, in your street, in your community, and then goes out from there. But that, that filtering it through the lens of love piece is vital. And that final reminder for today, of course, you know, this is something that we are practicing in the Itchy Soul Playground. You know, we've talked, I think, yesterday about how sometimes, you know, being a grown up can get a bit like, Ugh. if you're at this point in your life, where you're like, oh, you're looking around and going, OK, is this it? If you're ready to embrace what it says in Romans 12, God helping you moving forward into today with that sense of wonder and delight and joy i would encourage you to check out the itchy soul playground urea.com forward slash join is where you can do that Uh, we have our first one day live event at the end of august but don't wait till then there's a community there waiting to embrace you and help you move through today with real joy so that you can thrive As always, thank you for being here and I shall catch up with you on Monday. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day and I look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.